3: Hey, this is Kenny Main, host of something called Hey Main. That's a podcast. Uh, We're working busily on season two, but let's not forget about season one. Remember Jamel Hill? Is the cookout ever going to happen, or is it just metaphorical?
0: It is largely metaphorical. Just know we would feel very comfortable inviting you. Potato salad, by the way, I feel like I should... Tell your
3: listeners does not have raisins in it. If you missed that episode of Hey Maine, check it out on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. First and Pod, hosted by Danny Parkin and Andrew Filippone. Welcome to another edition of First and Pod, Danny Parkin and Andrew Filippone, every game, every week, every team coming to you live from after Chiefs and Chargers, uh, probably the best game of the day. Pat Mahomes remains undefeated in road division games, which is just insane. Travis Kelsey, his last three catches of the games, uh, all go for touchdowns. The greatest tight end to ever do it. He's making that run at Gronk. And if the Chiefs would have lost this game, Pony, there would have been five teams in the AFC at seven and three. But they remain a game up on the rest of the pack. Pretty incredible performance by the Chiefs in the second half today.
1: Yeah, when we missed you earlier in the week, we were talking about Kansas City, Danny. And I had mentioned to Zach Gelb, who was filling in for you, that um, you get desensitized to it. That you either get desensitized to the Chiefs doing stuff like this, or you're just kind of fatigued by it because it happens so often. I think tonight was a little different though because it was a higher scoring game and it was kind of tit for tat for a lot of the game. And uh, my biggest takeaway is actually that I feel like for the Chargers, there's going to be a big what-if with this team for a very long time because the NFL, it seems like the, the two teams or the, the two types of teams that win championships are teams that are on uh, rookie deals with quarterbacks or just teams that are quarterbacked by Tom Brady because he takes less And they used to circumvent the salary cap and just dump money into TB12 for him in New England. Yeah, of course. And right. So with, you know, with the Chargers, it's like, what is this for Herbert year three? Yeah. Yeah. So they're running out of time and it's not going to happen this year. They're going to have to fight their asses off to even make the playoffs with him this season. All the injuries hit again this year. They get swept by by the Kansas City again, and they could have easily swept them. They could have been two and zero against the Chiefs, and it could have been an entirely different season for both teams.
3: Those are yeah, both the Chargers, games
1: went to Kansas City.
3: Yeah, I mean it's 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 uh, because Mahomes and Andy Reid. You know, we look for reasons to pass the baton to to Buffalo or to the Chargers preseason. Which and you and I both did. Which you and I both did. Right. Exactly. And and here they are. You know, I I told you you made fun of me a couple of weeks ago that like I'll just probably never learn and bet the Chargers every year. Like I, I think I think Herbert just passes every eye test it's like so unbelievably that I think that he is the type of guy that that can win uh when he gets paid on on that type of contract it's going to be real tough with with pat mahomes in the division who's as i mentioned 14 and 0 in road division games to start his career it's absolutely remarkable Um, uh, the chargers man all these injuries like mike williams has the amazing catch on the sideline comes down re-aggravates the ankle injury yep. isn't able to do it keenan allen comes back from the hamstring has the fumble comes back makes the great catch down the field but like they still don't have rashawn slater like they just they just can't get all of their guys there um but just a minute of Travis Kelsey appreciation he's doing that I, I know Derwin James had his moments on him but like it's the best safety in football yeah and he is just like, for the whole game they're like oh well you know he had three catches no big deal finishes the game with six catches three touchdowns 100 plus yards he is Unbelievable. The guy's what 32, 33? Like he he's gonna go down as having one of the longest primes of a tight end ever. Well, Tony Gonzalez said the same thing. He just,
1: you know, Kansas City moved on and he did some of it in Atlanta at the tail end of his career. But it's interesting that both Kansas City tight ends, Hall of Fame tight ends, were guys that even thrived late in their careers. Yeah, and, and and
3: Tony G was like the catches, but this is the touchdown numbers are just crazy. Yeah. Um, he is he is so incredible, and we talked so much about Tyree Kill, but it's like a Andy Reid, Pat Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and and they make the rest of it work. They they are a deserving favorite right now. With uh, so now four teams in the AFC at seven and three, and we'll of course get to them over the course of the show as I drop my phone here here we go uh it's good to be back mid-season form all right Dallas Minnesota it was the game of the day I heard you on FanDuel TV pick Minnesota yep nice pick yeah here's the truth I actually convinced our buddy Nick Wright in our picks contest to pick Minnesota too, even though in the group of my buddies in the, when we have got the circa million entry, we, we had the Cowboys. So I didn't have a lot of conviction on this game, but you, you seemed to what went wrong. Everything it was a
1: Murphy's <laughs> yeah. law game. If you're a Minnesota backer, I guess they were due. That was why there was a lot of uh, smart people that backed Dallas. Cause they thought Minnesota was due for one of these games. I don't know if they expected it to be, the second worst home loss in franchise history, and actually, by margin of victory, the greatest Cowboys road win of all time in the entire history of the franchise. They did that today. Um, You know, sort of like what I said about the Chargers, Danny, don't you think there's going to be some of that about Tony Pollard? Like, he was the star player for Dallas today and they found a way to make both He and Zeke work. Zeke finished drives. Pollard did it with his on the ground and as a receiver, just huge plays. And it's like I just wonder like if they had gone to him and made him their feature back from the start of the year. I think they I think what an extra win at least. Well, yeah, and
3: I mean, and you could even go back further if they would have decided not to pay Zeke. You know what happens with that cap money? Where do they spend it? Where else are they better? Pollard is uh, clearly more dynamic. the The workload thing, I do think matters. You know that crazy stat from a couple weeks ago with never having more than 14 carries in a game, but he's clearly more dynamic and the run after the catch and the burst is just is just obvious i minnesota has been fraudulent man to be eight and two and have a negative point differential is crazy 10 10 games into the season are we sure that dallas isn't the best team in the nfc they're an eight and a half point favorite over the also seven and three giants on thanksgiving eight and a half points mm-hmm. in a division game of seven and three teams that's crazy well, they were the highest scoring team in the NFL last
1: year to go along with Micah Parsons. And you know, there was better talent at the top of the NFC last year with the Packers and Bucks. So, yeah. really, what's happened, in my opinion, is that they pretty much stayed the same. And the top teams around them, like the Rams, Bucks, and Packers, have gotten worse. So, you know, it's really gonna come down to that age old thing of like. You know, once we get to January, does the pressure of those games does it impact a team that we don't really take their head coach seriously, and their quarterback really hasn't gotten it done outside of like the wild card round? You
3: know, I mean that's just yeah. Their their defense, the first it was the first eight games, right? They or the first first seven games averaged. Fifteen points per game allowed, and then it shot then, way up. And they were bad against the run, really bad against the run. Yeah. Then the Bears and the Packers lit them up, and then back again today against Minnesota, they put they only allowed three points. It's crazy, man, to watch a game that has a hundred and sixty million dollar quarterback in Prescott, Justin Jefferson, one of the three. He had three catches. For I know for for offensive player of the year, Dalvin Cook, all that talent on that field. Micah Parsons is just clearly the best football player on the field. He is insane. Parsons
1: and Pollard were their two best players, and probably yeah. in... neutral. Yeah, neutral, I...
3: neutral field, Philly, Dallas, Dallas favored. Right now, I would say yes. I would, I would too.
1: I would. What too. was that line when Cooper Rush started in Philly, six and a
3: half? Does that sound right? Was it? Think warm? so. When do they? So it's they get they get them Christmas Eve. So we still got we've still got we've still got some time. But yeah, right now right now I think Dallas neutral field I would take them against any team uh, in the NFC. Buffalo and Cleveland. Do you look at that as a game that the Browns blew? That they blew that game
1: um because they were because of the lead early in the game you're saying
3: that's the yeah I mean and like a couple inches you know two shots to go up 14 to uh 14 to three a few inches short had control of that game early like Josh Allen looked so bad the bills looked so shaky. You just let them hang around and then over 60 minutes, the more talented team, because they weren't as dug into as deep of a hole as it clearly should have been in the first, you know, quarter plus of that game. Yeah. It it, you know, I, I know it's a 60-minute game, but it it just it felt like they had him on the ropes and they and they and they couldn't get the knockout blow.
1: Yeah, I think it's a weird game because I think if you're a Bills fan, you're gonna try to take positives out of the whole idea that you had such a weird travel weekend with everything that went on and you still found a way to score more than 30 points. And you did it by running the ball and not just running it with Allen. You got ground production from like Singletary and cook in this game. And it looked like Stefan Diggs was ready to fight people. And then right before the half, Allen found Diggs for a touchdown. But you trailed big in the game early. You got off to a bad start, which is a negative. And you also just settled for field goals again in the second half which is an alarming trend for them. Like their streak of being basically unable to punch it in consistently in the second half, this is like a month's worth of football. And like, they didn't play a good team today. You know, no. the Browns are just waiting for uh, for Deshaun Watson to come back. Like they've kind of, when adversity hits for them in games, like we saw against Miami last week, They just pack it in now. So if I'm a Bills fan, I'm not getting that excited. And if I I don't know, I think if I'm a Browns fan, like I'm I'm past the point of like missed opportunities. They've missed so many opportunities this year. I'd be kind of numb to it if I were a Cleveland fan. And I would write it off to having a backup quarterback at the helm.
3: Yeah, but he was good. He got whatever he wanted through the air today.
1: Chubb actually was the guy that did nothing in this game. Which yeah, I mean that 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 that's falling apart. <laughs> <laughs> I that's... thought of you when I saw his stat line, like, oh, Danny's rushing crown. Yeah, my eleven to down.
3: one ticket on him to lead the league in rushing. I mean, Saquon passed him, and he had fourteen carries for nineteen yards today. I mean, Jacoby Brissett was getting anything he wanted. Yeah, Cooper had two touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I maybe mean, the the Bills' defense was was not impressive in any way. I mean, in some ways, for Cleveland, you know you gave up all those draft picks to get to Sean Watson so you may as well win but then when he comes back and he's practicing now like it's just a it's a lost season and you just get worried you you get worried in cleveland if Deshaun Sean Watson comes back and doesn't look good i think i think that's when brown's fans actually start to worry but B- buffalo is shaky just oh yeah still still very good but the I mean, first 8 weeks we were talking about them is just yeah. The deserve it odds on favorite. They, they they are shaky right now. How much of it do you think is Allen's elbow, by the way?
1: How about because that I, became a how about that was just a total non-story where he wasn't even on the injury report all week and like people had forgotten about it? I thought the same thing as you. Yeah. Like that's just gotten pushed off to the side, and now he's gonna have to try to play on a short week against Detroit, which I think what's the line for that game? Like ten? Yeah, well, and Detroit's off three straight wins. Yeah, nine and a half. That nine seems a- like it's inflated. That seems like it's way too big. Yeah. Based on how Detroit's played. Three um, wins in a row for the Lions. Jets and Patriots. Now the Patriots sweep the Jets. All four teams are still technically in the playoffs, but this is about the this is about three three and a punt return with seconds left. There's there are there are three things I want to say about this game, and then I'll let you respond. Okay? okay. Number one, Wilson is a fucking asshole, and is going to get murdered by New York media all week. Oh yeah. For the way he acted after the game, that he had nothing to do with them losing. Like, yeah. that's going to get replayed over and over again. The locker room is going to be livid with him. Like, not only did he play like shit, he handled it like a total clown. Number two, Salah has got to fire a special teams coordinator for tell for not telling his punter to punt the ball out of bounds. What are you doing in that situation? The punt return man for the Patriots even said after the game that he just assumed that the punt was going to go out of bounds and didn't think he was going to have a chance to return it. And then the third one is, all that being said, they should have fucking called a block in the back at the end of that return.
3: They I'm should glad have been they no didn't.
1: touchdown. And Folks should have had in those windy conditions, like a forty-eight yard field goal attempt with seconds left to win the game. That was a that was a blatant miscall call there, though very blatant.
3: Uh, block in it, the back. I'll start with that one. I'm I'm glad they didn't call it because that guy wasn't going to catch him. It it was a block in the back, but he wasn't going to catch him. So, and
1: I'm going to tell you something. One more. If it's flipped, I guarantee you they call it.
3: I, I mean, I obviously agree. If with a that. jet
1: guy blasts a Patriots special teams player in that play, they're absolutely 100 calling it. They just assume that Patriots players in that situation are always doing the right thing.
3: I I agree completely. Uh, there's already the report out of New York that Zach Wilson was is not very popular in the locker room because he asked the was asked the question of like, did he feel like he left the defense down? And he said no. Yep. Uh you scored. Three points, buddy.
1: (laughs) And there were countless dropped interceptions like late in that game that could have effed them even more.
3: Yeah. So the the petulance is not going to go over well in New York. Like I I respect swagger. I I even uh, respect like swagger that borders on arrogance. Like I always love the story that like Mario Chalmers thought that he deserved to take the last shot on the team that had LeBron and Wade. Because he had a big one at Kansas. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I, I, yeah. I do think you need a rational confidence yeah. to be an athlete, and I'm sure it'll come in handy for a quarterback of a New York team, but maybe a little bit of self awareness uh would be good there. The only thing I have to add to your number of points from the game, because obviously kicking to the returner is idiotic. Patriots just have the best defense in football. Matthew Don, baby. Just again, though. Like, and
1: and we're gonna get stuck with them in a wild card game. They're gonna
3: they're gonna make the playoffs. I know. But so they're just they're just statistically better than Dallas. They're just better than Denver. They're better than San Francisco, just Bill Belichick. Once again I never
1: doubted that about him. I doubted the Patricia Judge thing. I know. But, but yeah. But I mean, give the guy his
3: props, man. I know. It just there they are, once again, winners of three straight. Plus 44 in the point differential have only allowed – let me see. How many teams – yeah. Well, they had the bad game against the Bears. And
1: other than that, the last like five or six games, they've been amazing defensively.
3: So the only teams that have allowed fewer points, uh, Niners and Cowboys. Those are the only two. So the they, fewest points allowed in the AFC. Damn. That's incredible.